Hey, agency owners, it's time for a new episode of the Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. If you enjoy our podcast, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode and help keep the show at the top of the charts so it can be found by more agency owners like you. And now for the show. So earlier in the season, we talked about confidence and how that is one of the most important factors in a sale. And, you know, the second really in a sales conversation, the second most important thing is ultimately value. So if you can show value and sell based on value, then you really are set up for sales success. And I'm not necessarily making comments and commentary towards value-based pricing, even though largely I'm a fan of that. It's about the value, the outcome that we're talking about. So ultimately today, I wanted to talk to you about selling based on value so that ultimately you can truly win the experience game. So the first real true thing about selling in value is, and one of the most difficult components of sales really is active listening. And this is one of the things that I see happen and go wrong in loads of sales meetings and sales conversations that I will review with clients. And there's a rule that I talk about with pretty much every single client when we're having sales conversations is you need to be speaking 20% of the call or less. So spend more time listening, really go deeper, understand them. So to really truly codify this, I want you to think about every relationship that you've had in your life. What are the ones that you have the most trust in? Who are those people? When you think about it, the thing that ultimately has been the cornerstone of that relationship is the fact that you guys have had those really truly vulnerable conversations and you have gone deeper. And so the same thing is true in a sale conversation and it's kind of the cornerstone of every human relationship is trust and that relationship, that connection ultimately. And the only way to do that is for you to be able to listen actively to the person on the other side of that table or Zoom call or however it is that you conduct your sales conversations. So in a, actually yesterday, I was having a conversation with a salesperson at one of my clients' offices and um, the conversation was largely, we were reviewing her sales calls and the conversation led to us having a conversation about how to actually go deeper. And so Largely, the thing that we went through and that she understood and at the end of the call, what she said was, is it felt like a therapy session. And largely what that means is that the job was done correctly. Not that we're therapists and nor do we need to be, but largely we have gone so deep with that client that it felt like they were really touching the barrel, really the bottom of the barrel. They were scraping the bottom of the barrel of their experience and really going truly deep. And so the more that you ask questions, really emotionally based questions. So if they're having this problem, well, what is that? What is that experience like for you? How does that feel? I imagine you've tried to overcome that before. And what was it like when that didn't work? What did you try? Did it not work? Why didn't it work? Tell me a little more about that. Simple things that you can say that ultimately allow for the other person to speak more and allow for them to open up a bit more. 
this is able to be used in a really truly meaningful way when you're actually presenting your proposal because all of those things that they shared with you, you can regurgitate back to them as the reason why they will buy, the reason why they won't, all of their concerns, all of the things that they're afraid of. If you're able to uncover that in the initial discovery conversation, in the initial strategy conversation with the client, then largely you have won that sales conversation because you know exactly where their hot buttons are and you know where to push, where to not, what to solve for, what objections they're going to have because they've already told you and they will tell you. The more you ask, the more they'll tell. And it's largely around, again, that confidence component of the questions you ask. But once you have that, then you're actively listening, going deeper, caring about who that person is and what their experience is like, the more that you will actually win sales conversations. The next component really is actually providing advice. So there's lots of different ways to actually go about providing advice, but largely it's like in that situation, what I would do or what I would suggest is X, Y, and Z, and here's how that works or here's how that can be fixed. And largely the thing that ultimately people want to know is that their problem can be solved. That's why they're there. They want to solve a pain point. They want to get to a better place. They want to have that outcome. They want to know that they're capable of it. They want to know that they can succeed. And if you're able to show them, one, you have that foundation of trust and vulnerability because you went deeper with them, and now they're sharing and you're providing them with advice, having them feel more comfortable about the potential outcome, the higher likelihood that they will have that outcome, then again, you're continuing to win that sales conversation. So actually provide advice willingly, openly. Pretty much every single sales conversation that we have is largely that. When we're not asking a question about them, we're providing advice. We're helping them out. And if we can provide them with value in that sale conversation, if we can help them even just change their worldview, how they're attacking a problem by even a fraction of a degree, then largely we have done exactly what we needed to do in that conversation. One of the only sales books, and this one is actually largely is a good book, but I, it was a very boring read. It's called The Challenger Sale. And the thing that you really do want to think about, and this is largely around advice. So the kind of conversation is yes and, right? So here's the thing that they want to solve and how they want to solve it. So you say yes and you want to also be thinking about A, B, and C, and here's why, and all of that. Or, you know, I could see why you would think that, but here's actually what and how that works and why it will work better. So ultimately challenging the position that they're in because largely, when someone is coming to you, they're not an expert in that particular area, the vast majority of the time, at least for most of you wanting to have strategic relationships with the client where you can have true meaningful impact and less of a tactical agency, and more strategic and providing more value, that you want them, they, they are coming to you because you're the expert, and they can't do it. They're not just looking for a pair of hands, they're looking for someone that knows more than they do, and they can execute it better than they ever could. And so if you're able to have them understand that largely they don't know, and people don't like to admit when they're wrong or they're ignorant on a topic, that's not something that most people willingly admit, but you can show them that there are areas that they don't know and that they need support in. Every single person on the planet doesn't know everything. 
and there's gaps in our knowledge, me included, even when I don't like to admit it. There are things that we reach out to others for. There's knowledge elsewhere, and I personally go to try to reach out to try to obtain that knowledge as much as I possibly can, and that's where and why your prospect is on that call. And if you can show them that you have knowledge that they don't have and a more likely pathway for them to achieve success, again, you are winning that sales experience. The next thing that I wanted to talk about, and so here's an example of how you can actually provide advice, but provide advice through an experience with another client. So it's, it's providing advice, it's providing social proof, it's providing knowledge, it's also really connecting them to where they are. So if you follow this, this kind of process and thinking about this in these kind of steps, you're really able to create a really meaningful amount of trust with that particular uh, prospect. So th this, this model, this tactic that I'm going to talk about is called third-party selling. And so what you want to be doing is thinking about essentially as a verbal case study. But what you want to do, one of the most important components, is actually getting to the emotional component of it. So the first thing that you're going to talk about, and you want that prospective buyer to actually see themselves in your prior client's example. So you're going to first talk about the emotional experience. You know, this particular client had been experienced X, Y, and Z. They were telling themselves that they were not going to be able to accomplish it, and largely was their fault. They were just not good enough. And so here's where they were. Here's the exact situation. Here's where they were in revenue. Here's where their conversion was. Here's where their cost per lead was. Whatever it is exactly that you're doing and working with them for, here's where they were, the pragmatic. And then you talk about the objection is that they didn't believe that it was going to be possible. It all felt like a pipe dream. They weren't really sure that an agency was going to be able to solve that problem for them. And they weren't sure that they wanted to proceed and ultimately, was it worth the investment for them? And so you actually talk through an objection that the vast majority of your prospective buyers have and that that client had the same feeling. They're having it right now in your sales conversation. They have that exact same feeling. And if you can actually have them understand that it is a common feeling, and that it's okay, and someone else felt it while still got the result, then you've gotten through and broken a barrier down, largely even before they were recognized that they even had it in the first place. Then you talk about the solution, exactly what it was that you did with them. So practically, here's we did X, Y, and Z for them, how it kind of worked a little bit. And then you talk about the result, again, the pragmatic of here's exactly what happened. So we took the revenue from X to Y, or their their conversion from A to B, or their cost per lead from X to Y, and all of that allowing for them to understand exactly how that panned out. And then finally, you hit and close with the emotion. So this is how it felt for them in the end. When they were able to accomplish Y, they were over the moon. They finally realized that it wasn't their fault, and that really they were capable of accomplishing that goal. Not only were they really excited, but their entire team celebrated them because they championed this particular initiative for the organization and were able to accomplish it. So not only did they feel successful, accomplished, amazing, but they also were for them, for that organization, they were kind of a star. And so you're now playing on both the emotional experience where that's the internal monologue that every single one of us have of self-doubt. You're showing them that someone else had that same experience, the same doubts, the same questions, the same concerns, all of that, and then actually took the step. 
the thing that ultimately they should be doing or were you wanting to motivate them to do? And then actually how it feels to actually have that outcome, the thing that they are there for in the first place, that end objective, the thing that they want. And so actually taking them through that third party selling model, talking them through that verbal case study allows for them to really be able to kind of see themselves. And most of you, I would be surprised if many of you hadn't seen this advertisement, but thinking about one of the most successful advertising campaigns around the iPod. And it was a silhouetted person, woman that was on a background, solid color background, silhouetted person holding the iPod. All you saw was that and they were dancing around because you were able to see yourself in that person's shoes. And I want that experience. I want that thing. I want that outcome. And now you're allowing for them to see themselves, picturing themselves in that position. And ultimately, how you kind of wrap this all up with a bow is for you to take all the conversation that you had, all the information that you collected when you were actively listening and you went deeper, the advice that you ultimately shared with them, the things and the directions that they ultimately need to have, you're going to present that with your proposal. You're going to bring them back to that component. So you've now sold to the emotional side. The proposal's meant to wrap it up and sell to the rational brain. And yes, you absolutely do have to present. If you are emailing out your proposals, your plans, or whatever you call them, please stop. If you take one thing away from this episode, you do not do that anymore. You need to present them. And so you share all the items of where they are, where they want to go, you paint that picture of the future of how they're going to accomplish it, allow for them to almost taste it. And that's how you're really able to really win that experience game, show them the value that you provide to your clients and can thus provide to them. And they will have the trust, the willingness, and the motivation to want to proceed. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what I'm going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char- typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. 
We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And it, yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks. And I'll see you inside the program. Mm-hmm.